Changing perspectives. Good day, everyone. This is Pastor Cindy Jacobs, and welcome to Changing Perspectives. This week, I would like to take you on a journey of remembering a few things and thinking about the things that we have done in life. Now, we all know what a promise is. We have all been exposed to promises. We know what promises mean to each other. We also know about the results of promises. Sometimes a promise is fulfilled and sometimes promises are broken. Whether it is a young lady who has been promised that she will one day be misses so-and-so and it does not happen, and maybe the young man doesn't fulfill the promise, whether it is a parent who says that I will buy you this particular thing and end up not buying it. You know, it doesn't really matter what the circumstances behind breaking a promise is. The fact is, we sometimes break promises. And breaking promises means breaking promises. Whether we have a valid excuse or a valid reason does not really matter. The fact is that something that I have promised to someone did not come to pass. And oftentimes when we look at these kind of things, I think that we have become so accustomed in life to breaking promises, to not seeing things through that we are supposed to see through. Just think about some appointments. How often do we just break appointments haphazardly? How many times do we not enter into a time where we see through the very things that we have promised. It has become very hard for people to see through the very things that they have started. And I must say that society has made us lazy. Society has given us so many opt-outs or has given us so many excuses not to follow through with promises. And I think what's worse than that for me is really the fact that we are okay. We are okay with accepting the excuses that we give to each other. Now I know that things happen in life and I know that there are a lot of reasons why we can't fulfill the things that we do that we sometimes want to. But here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, there is a major difference between excuses and reasons. Reasons is a valid thing that really takes you from a place of being able to do something and it really takes away your ability to do something. doesn't matter how much you would want to. You just can't because you have a valid reason. 
Unfortunately, we have taken excuses and we have entered it into the realm of reasons, making it seem valid when it really isn't. The truth is, an excuse we use when we don't feel for something. Think about how many promises you actually could have fulfilled. But on that particular day, you were emotional. On that particular day, you just didn't feel like it. And oftentimes, we make our feelings enter into the realm of reasons. We make it a reason instead of seeing it as an excuse. Now, I want to remind you today of each and every promise that you have ever made in your life. Each and every thing that you have said you would do for someone or with someone. I want to remind you of the promises that you made as a child, the promises that you made as an adult, the promises you made as a wife, as a parent, as a daughter, as a son, and as a friend. Furthermore, I want to remind you of the promises that you made to God. You see, ladies and gentlemen, life has become a basket full of excuses. It has crippled us to doing the very things that we are supposed to do. The reason why I can't do this or the reason why I'm unable to is because I am tired. Now I know that life happens, but I think that we live our lives in the realm of excuses instead of seeing through the very promises that we have made for each other. A couple of weeks ago, well, I would say probably a couple of months ago, I started going on a journey of, of, of discovering and thinking about the promises that I have made, promises I've made to people that I could not fulfill, the reasons or excuses I may have had to not fulfill them. But more specifically, I started thinking about my promises to God. And I started weighing myself up as an individual and as a person. I started going into my prayer closet and I started thinking back to all the things that I've ever asked God for. And one thing I realized is that God is not a man that he lies. Every promise that I've ever asked God he has given to me. And when it has not happened, it has not unfairly been kept away from me. I started realizing that there is this beautiful thing, this beautiful thing between man and God called covenant, where we covenant with each other, where God tells you to do certain things and he says based on those things I will give you this and I will give you that 
I realize, ladies and gentlemen, that many times God has been the one that has seen, that has seen his promises through, while many times mine has fallen through. Now you may ask me, what is this covenant thing? Or let us just call it promises between God and man. But in actual fact, it's called a covenant. What is this thing where I become or where God and I begin to walk together and I keep the very things that he asks me to keep so that promises can happen? Why is it so important? It's important because God always works through a man and through a woman. You see, God does not go against his own word. For every promise to be fulfilled upon the earth, he needs a physical body to work through. He needs someone that is obedient to the, to the words and the promises of God so that the promises that he promised you and others can be fulfilled. I realized this a couple of years ago when I was listening to a story of a pastor who was telling us that he went through a very difficult time in his life and he didn't know what to do. He said that he was in his faith walk with God and he was trusting God for so many things. One of the things was actually food in his house because him and his family there actually just wasn't food in that season. And I remember the story sitting in the classroom listening to this particular pastor and it gripped me so much that it's a story that I will always probably hold close to my heart for the rest of my life. He spoke about how he prayed and he said to God, I'm walking this faith walk with you, but I don't have food in my house. What am I going to do? My children don't have food. He says, and he came up with a plan where they were doing cell groups and all the people in the church were coming to his house. And he remembers how everybody came with pots of food and his wife actually made a big pot of soup, which was actually their last. He says, his idea was that People were probably going to leave food left and then they would have food maybe for a couple of days or so. And when he looked again, when everybody left, even the soup pot was empty. There was nothing. He went back to God and he said to God, you promised me, you told me that you will provide. And he says, after a couple of days of strenuous prayer, just trusting God for food in his house, a woman finally came to his door and just dumped so much groceries. She was so mad. She said, just take it, take it, because he doesn't want to leave me alone. And she finally told him the story that she told God that she was going to be obedient and she was going to give them groceries, but she needed to go on a vacation or a business trip. I can't really remember the detail of the story in, in that area. And she went on a trip and didn't fulfill her promise. 
but God did not want to leave her alone. She couldn't even sleep. And that brought her to a place where she finally went to go buy the groceries. And she came and she, and she gave it to the pastor. But she was uncomfortable because she had to do something that she didn't want to do. The point of the story is, God never breaks his promises. He always needs a man and a woman to see or to execute his will for others and for the will of what needs to happen in, in this life. God doesn't break his promises, ladies and gentlemen. Man does. And unfortunately, God needs a man and he needs a woman for his promises to work through. What am I saying? What promises have you dropped concerning God where you needed to obey certain things and do things for other people? And you would say, not now, God. Just give me a little bit more time. Not, not, I will get to it, God. Not understanding the urgency of the matter on the other side. God does not break his promises. Man does. And today I want you to think back to every promise that you have ever made. And I want you to think back to the seriousness that your word should be your honor. As soon as we make promises, we should honor our promises. As soon as we make promises, we should follow through with him and not treat it as something that I will do next week or the week after or a month later or months later but treat it as something that is a matter of life and death. As I was pondering on these thoughts, I realized that God needs me. I need God. Obviously, I need Him more. But He needs me to fulfill the promises of others that He has made to others through me. So when I don't fulfill a promise made to God, I'm actually making God a liar. Many people out there think that God takes too long or God doesn't do what he says he's going to do. When in actual fact, it is not God, but his vessels who either take too long or don't do what God has asked them to do. So when you think again, ladies and gentlemen, and you have that Gideon moment that says, please, Lord, I need a sign to know that it is, it is from you. Let the ground around the fleece be wet and the fleece be dry. And then God does it. And you say, let, let the fleece be dry and the ground be wet and then I'll know it's from you. Let us remember that God promised something to someone and you promised something to your God. It is time to, re- to get back into a place where we restore 
our covenant with God and become a promise-keeping people so that God can be who He needs to be in the lives of each and every other person as well as your life. God bless you. Let us pray. Father, I pray this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Make me a vessel of truth and honor. Help me to be a promise keeper. Help me to stand in the ways of the kingdom. Help me so that my word can be yes. And when it's yes, I will fulfill it. Let my yes be yes and my no be no. But let me be that person who you have called me to be. I ask it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast. I will be back again next week. Looking forward to seeing you. Or, or spending time with you, let me say. For now, take care. God bless. And have a beautiful day. Provide